On Second Shot, we tackle two new headlines every week to find out what kind of wisdom the world is dishing out today. And we want you to be a part of that. When you see a headline you want to take a second shot at, or if you're looking for advice, or just want to tell us what you think of the show, email us at secondshotcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, rate us on iTunes. This helps us move up in the ratings so more people will see us. And if you want to hear more, subscribe to the show so that the new episodes will get straight to you every single Friday. We love you. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Heath Oaks is a millennial mogul whose ignorance on fire led him to fail his way to success. Jenny Anchando is an Emmy award-winning journalist whose sharp eye and biting wit have led to her storied career in television. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only an odd couple with a dash of perfect opposite can. So kick back, relax, and join the conversation. This is Second Shot with your hosts, Heath and Jenny. Welcome back in, everybody. Heath Oaks is still working his hiney off for the end of the year. Anybody who works at his company knows that, like, you do not hear from them. You do not see them throughout the month. Um, so there they are. I'm Jenny Ann Chanda. I'm here with you for today. And we do have producer Matt here. Hello. Glad to be back. Hello. You sound super enthusiastic. <laughs> I usual. am very enthusiastic. <laughs> Happy to do the show. Oh, producer Zach is here as well. Hi. 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 Trying to get that enthusiasm. Matt's Hi. missing. Yeah. Got it. And we have our, you guys back by popular demand popular. from last so week, <laughs> Jasmine and Joey. Hi. I know my mom sent you an email, so that was popular demand. My mom's like, get <laughs> yes, my daughter right? back get on. Get my daughter back on. So, um, so if you didn't listen to last week, you have to listen to last week because, uh, I just feel like we got to know Jasmine and Joey on a deeper level. And even me, I even, I know you guys. Sure. <laughs> but I got to know you on a better level. So, so that was very cool. Yeah, was Lots awesome. of good insight. Here we are in December. December. I can't just stop. Uh, do you people do holiday <laughs> yeah, shopping? That, do you just yeah. do you just shop online? Like how's the shopping going if you do the shopping? Well, I am a planner a header. Like I'm so type A that I can't stand last minute anything. So I've already got stuff lined up. Must be nice. I know. <laughs> right. I take the other approach. Yeah. I sort of wait until my hand is forced on everything. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. I, do, I, do, I do plan, but I, I'm a big time Thanks blocker on my calendar. Thanks for the drugstore candy, babe. This right. is what I've wanted. You guys, I'm doing homemade gifts this year. And I'm, <gasps> I love I that. I love that. I'm pretty excited about it. <clears throat> I used to do this. This is very like vintage OG original Jenny. I always made homemade gifts. I would make these little like dolls and I would make stationery as a gift. I would make baked bread. I would, I just would make everything. And then I just, you know, got out of it. But this year I'm making my comeback. I'm doing like lotions and hand soaps and um, body scrubs and all kinds of like cool, healthy, because I'm just on this, I'm on this chemical free kick. Yes. I had some blood tests done uh, a year ago. I've been transitioning everything from like my hair care to my makeup to my to my gifts. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You've yeah. turned me on to some new makeup that yes. I'm excited about. Yes, yeah. except for it got lost in the mail. But yeah. Whatever, hopefully, you can't yes. them all. Yeah, if you guys are into that kind of stuff, you need to join my Safe Swaps group, by the way. Facebook.com slash groups slash Safe Swaps. Now I'm totally going on a tangent, but we do have a headline 
that uh, Jasmine and Joey sent in that has blown my mind. Yeah, this is a really good one. Thanks, guys. Uh, you're uh, welcome. Uh, he was abandoned near a dumpster as a baby. Now he's the CEO of a company valued over $62 million. Freddie Figures, 30 years old, was abandoned near a dumpster at birth and was adopted when he was just two days old by two loving parents. Uh, Figures got his first computer when he was nine years old. It was broken when he received it. But he quickly figured out how to make it work. Uh, later as a child, he found out his dad had Alzheimer's. He invented a shoe for him that had a GPS tracker and a two-way communicator in it that he sold for millions. Got his first job at the age of 12 as a computer technician. By 15, he was cloud computing. By 30, he's got his own telecommunications company, Figures Communications, and he is valued at over $62.3 million. Oh my gosh, yeah, the American dream alive yeah, and well. You yeah. heard all of that. You heard all of that. Mm. Wow. So what did he not hang on to? Second shot for me. What did he not hang on to? We we, some, we often hold on to like the worthlessness mm-hmm. that somebody's placed upon us, um, that somebody's done to us. The dumpster. I mean, that's the most immediate. You know, oh, as a child, rejection. You know, the rejection mm-hmm. of of that. And I don't know at what age he found out that happened, but surely at this point he knows it did. Mm-hmm. You know, he he knew that. That's just. It's like the ultimate. Um, and. I think so often we take those things and make them just like our big story. They make we make them our life, and I'm the the it's person my narrative. that this mm-hmm. happened to. Mm-hmm. And so again, I don't know at what point he found out about that, but I just give a lot of credit and I pull a lot of inspiration from that in not making that his ultimate story because it clearly didn't cloud his success financially i don't know what he's you know like on the inside but um it did not cloud his ability to see worth in himself because you can't you can't um achieve career success i I don't think without having a solid viewpoint of yourself and thinking that you're worthy of having that success um, so that's sort of just like my immediate thoughts of a, a second shot. Who else? Well, not to bear the headline here, but I look at his parents, right? It takes a village, anything big, I think. And like this kid is found out in an alley and at nine years old finds out his dad has Alzheimer's. Who are these two people that are able to take this this baby and turn it around and say you had no support system and now you have this and, and, and we love you and you can create and invent things and also overcome Alzheimer's. And mm-hmm. deal with that yeah. in their house and, and be able to create an yeah. environment that, like, somebody can flourish in. That's true, amazing. True, yeah. true. true. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Uh, my second shot on this was kind of piggybacking what you're saying, Jenny. He didn't accept that I'm just going to be another statistic, right? You know, there's a bigger there is a bigger story for me. There is a bigger point in why all this is happening, um, not to me, but for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so interesting that it's the human condition to, like you said, well, what was me? Why? Why did this happen to me? You know, oh, great. Of course, everybody has parents that kept them. And, you know, of course, we're 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 guessing this. But yeah. uh, as someone who's never talked to this gentleman, I'm assuming all these natural, normal human things were going through his head. Right. So instead of accepting that, making it his narrative and just making that his story, he used that as as fuel for the fire for sure to overcome that right and to create and carve his own name i'm not going to be known as the kid that was abandoned by someone who didn't want him i'm going to be known as the person that makes a difference in this world look at all these things he's created and invented and and try to do to better mm-hmm. society humanity so this story is remarkable to me and he's 30 years old he has a whole life ahead of him and we're going to be hearing this guy's name constantly i think 
Yeah, biggest challenge right now is to stay on the straight and narrow after all that success, man. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. <laughs> that's, yeah. A, that's the biggest challenge at this point. What do you think, Joey? Well, I think um, you kind of hit the nail on the head. The first thing I think is, um, you know, your mess is kind of your message, you know, and you can let that define you as to why you were not successful, all of these challenges that you had. Maybe it's uh, where you were born or the situation of your childhood or whatever, or it can be why you're strong, <clears throat> you know? And so ultimately, I think our, our peaks are almost directly related to our valleys, right? And at one point, he basically was was not able to, you know, he wasn't able to control that environment, but the statistics of him making it anywhere, living, let alone having a real life, were pretty dim, right? And so now he's turned that around and has gotten this massive growth out of it. So I think it's, uh, I think it's a great story. Yeah. Yeah, I want to have him in my life. I want to learn no from, kidding. like, I want to learn from this guy, yeah. right? Can we get him on sit-downs? Yeah. Hey, yeah, please. You know, probably. Let's do it. You know, it's funny about sit downs. A lot of people have been saying, "How are you getting these? Like, how do you know these people? Are they? How are you getting them?" Well, guess what? You just just like you do anything, you cold call them. It's like the journalism version of cold call. I did not know. I know some of them, but most of them I do not know. Nor did I have any access to or connection to or anything like that and most of them have much bigger platforms than i do so that so it's kind of like you know it, just asking and i will say um every uh, i'm trying to think if there's anybody who's i've gotten a couple of people who haven't emailed me back who i thought would be really great guests who haven't emailed me back and their loss but, um, <laughs> season but for, two season yeah two, but season maybe. two sure. but for everybody else you know they're they were thankful to do it it's just a matter of of asking so it's been good for me to kind of like use those journalistic skills of just cold calling people sure and, you know hey well you, you come on the show because that's fun it's funny it's been a big question for people i'm like you guys this is what i do um but no i don't know them i just call them and try to explain it to them. And some right. of them denied the first time. And then they saw that another guest came on. And then and they were like, sudden, oh. Like, wait a minute. This thing. Social proof. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, my so, God. You guys aren't which kidding. Is, which is fine. I mean, that's totally fine. <laughs> that's I, I get it. You know, right. because they're giving of their time. And they got to, right. you know, drive over here and get done Listen, up Listen, we've been on the other side of it, too. We're like, oh, okay, maybe I did sell this short. And that's right. my bad. Right. Yes. Well, I, I will say this, that being an entrepreneur and having your own business and your own brand, no one knows what you do unless you tell them you've got to get in their face yeah you know and it's got to be repet- through repetition right in sales you know they talk a lot about seven touches right before someone actually will convert or or adopt right. your service or your product or whatever it is right and so until you're in their face and you're telling them multiple times then they get a little social proof right and they're on board well you know what's funny yeah, that's true Jen- yeah. yeah you just have to not take it to heart or not take it that's personally it. It's just, that- just numbers right yeah. Yeah. yeah and jenny and i have been very like open and candid about this uh, that's where you and i struggle and that's why yes. it's good yeah. to have some like a Heath or a Joey in your mm-hmm. face going, no, put yourself out there. And yeah. it's the irony, right? They're like, well, you two are in media. You should be able to do this. And it's like, Ugh! like to me, it's paralyzing. Yeah. It's easier for me to ask for an interview than it is for me to ask for a job opportunity for myself. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah I don't know why that is. What's interesting is asking for the interview almost is what gets you the job opportunity. <laughs> yeah. True. You know what I mean? It's true. Yeah. Don't ask for something. Offer something, right? Yes. You're like, hey, this is great exposure for you. We're doing this. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to think of you. Yeah, that's true. Good point. I like it. I like it. Okay, you guys. I don't know. If you're if you're not uh, out here just curing Alzheimer's, I don't know what you're doing with your life because this second shot was um, pretty impressive. So we will link up that article if you guys want to delve in further or share it with anybody. And we'll be back in the second segment of Second Shot. He makes up words, she translates them. 
Heath and Jenny host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. Hey, you guys, we have been working on this partnership for a while. This is a company that we've used as a couple, we've used individually, and now they are on board as a sponsor. So we're giving a big shout out to myllc.com. You used them back in the day, right? I've been using like when them, you first got started in business. I've been using them for 12, 13 years. It was the easiest thing in the world. If anybody's thought about setting up a company, paying big lawyer fees, they think it's a big you know, mountain of a task to take on. But with myllc.com, if you go on their website and you call them, if you're doing an S-Corp or C-Corp or anything, they're going to walk you through it. They won't make you feel dumb. And they're going to handle every process every year from now on from you, the stuff with the state and all of those things. So if you have any rental property outside of your own home, you need to have it in a my LL, in an LLC or an S corp or something in order to protect you legally. If you're doing side hustles, you need yeah. to invoice them from the legal entity because it can protect you legally. MyLLC.com/slash/secondshot. There's a coupon code ninety nine uh, MyLLC, right? Well, yeah. All you have to do is go to MyLLC.com/slash/secondshot, and it'll give you ninety nine dollars off, which is super generous. And this is kind of like a limited thing. So if you if you were thinking about it again, you kind of started your side business, you're thinking about getting it going, or you've got a big business. I mean, they work with with all sizes. It's $99 off. The other thing, if you're already on the site, you can use the coupon code 99MyLLC. Again, it's 99MyLLC from myllc.com. This is this is the company we've used for all of our different entities and projects. They've been so great to work with, and we're just excited to have them on as partners. MyLLC.com slash second shot. Go now. Run. Ready? Aim. Fire. Second Shot is back for another round on RNCN. Okay, here we are. December holiday travel season. Is anybody flying over the holidays? Oh, thankfully this uh, year we're avoiding that stress. No. You are? Oh, okay. yes. We're, no. we're doing one to a cold weather state That's, that's right we, before that's Christmas. You know, just flying in, <coughs> just risking it all. Zach, Matt? Uh, Staying in town. We're having people fly to us, which is great. Because oh, we're in like kind smart. of the warm Big weather time. state. So all the family up in Michigan, they're like, oh, man, like cannot wait to come down. Yes. Be great. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, we get the opposite on the spectrum. Matt, how about you? Uh, yeah, no, we're staying around here. We stayed here for Thanksgiving and then for Christmas. I mean, I'll drive out uh, I'll drive out to Springtown to my hometown, but uh, that's yeah. only about an hour away. So uh, not much travel there. But, yeah, all the family um, that's going to come in is going to be coming in from Virginia where they're I'm sure snowed in. Yeah, like the, the flight chaos. So I thought this right. was an appropriate headline uh, talking about the this best me anxiety just thinking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's true. Uh, the world's most excellent airlines for 2020, according to AirlineRatings.com. We've got the top five here. Uh, number five, uh, <laughs> I'm going to butcher these. Cathay Pacific, a Hong Kong-based airline. Uh, Qantas is number four. We've got All Nippon Airways, which is Japanese carrier. Uh, Singapore Airlines, number two. And Air New Zealand at number one. Not a whole lot of American companies in here, which I guess, you know. Yeah, you noted Spirit It's a global thing. Mm. I did note Spirit Weird. Airlines. Come on. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Cheapest rate. Just track. outside of the, of the running. What's not, it must <laughs> yeah. have been number six. <laughs> on the That's bubble. Right. On the bubble. Yeah. yeah. Just yes. Fair. You know, just almost didn't make it. Is, um, First runner up. Yeah. Mm. Is Alaska Airlines on there by chance? I love Alaska it Airlines. It isn't. No. Really? No. They have a great cheese plate. Seriously. They really do. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, they even have like first class and best in-flight entertainment catering. Even that. 
there. Like these, these are just the top five again. They, I agree, Alaska, and I feel like they have a little more space. The seats are a little more spacious. And do you get free texting on Alaska? Yeah, we uh, did. Yeah. Yes. Yes. we went. We got free that texting. That is really awesome. Huge. Free texting. Yeah. yeah. Like on no, the plane. No image. Texting will work. Yeah. For free? Yeah. Really? You yeah. don't have to That's pay. That's a feature. No images, that. but That's text neat. only. You can do yes. it. Yes. Yep. No Which images is with text. Which only. let's yeah. not okay. ask how he knows yeah. that. You're like, it's you're like, please not you're ask like, how he knows that's that. crap. It's going with the gatekeeping. I can't send memes from 35,000 feet. What are we doing here? How do you even this communicate? Yeah. What? Who has a second shot on this? Do you want? Do you want me to start? You please prime yes. the pump for us. I will, oh yeah. my gosh! I will gladly start on this one. Well, okay. So, I think it, it just this is maybe like super abstract, but. Um, it reminds me about the fact that we always think we know the best and there are so many other better, different options out there outside of our, our, we all think, oh, top airlines, Southwest, American, Alaska, what are the, (laughs) Spirit, you know, we just just think of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Delta United. The ones we know. Oh, come to find out the ones we don't even know about are the best. And how often is that happening in our, you know, we're just going to the norm. We're just going to the things we know and not investigating further to find out what really is the best. So that was kind of the thing I thought of, you know, just as it relates to air travel, but just more so life in general. Sure. And the things that we um, see as like aspirational, they might not even be the optimal thing for us. So that was kind of my uh, second shot, second take. To kind of piggyback you, again, using the word piggyback, because I feel like you and I are like on the same we spectrum. We are really on a we wavelength. We're, yes. having just we're having like we're a vibing. Uh, yeah, vibing. We're vibing. We're vibing, as vibing. the kids say on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> throwback to the last by, episode. By now, yeah. we're, we're on it. Yes. Um, I think it's easier to always pull the negative than see the positive, right? Like in anything in life. Yeah. So, like how we made fun of spirit. Well, that's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> They earned it. So, they, they, they earned did. it. Yeah. So what I mean yeah. is, it's easy, it's we're quicker to always complain before taking the good out of something. Does that make sense? Okay, yeah. So like yeah. if like, let's say we are on, I don't know, one of these airlines that we just ticked off that we're having a terrible experience on, right? Like, oh, you know, the seat's too cramped and I couldn't get Wi-Fi and the food was terrible. But how about like, we forget maybe the positive of it. But on the flip side, I sat next to someone cool, so it wasn't terrible. I didn't have yeah. a crying baby next to me. I didn't have, you know, something else that would have been otherwise negative. You know, I was able to put my carry-on with no problem. So it's easy to always go to the negative. <laughs> yeah, we never write notes about that. Right? We right, never yeah. write into American and say, Thank Gosh, you for this stuff. It was nice that I, I had I just... a wonderful flight. I just wanted to say <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. Nobody's ever sent that email. No, ever. Nope. ever. <laughs> so my point you don't yeah. get free vouchers for that. No. Right, yeah. So my point here is it's... It's always easy to complain about the negative in life right. and push the positive to the wayside. And I think this is kind of like how it is with this, sort of metaphorically. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. of course, like Jenny said, we never get like the positive list of air, airlines. It's always, oh, who do you hate the worst and why? Yes. So it's kind of so like true. that in life. Yeah, so I, true. I think about I had, um, this was earlier in the year, uh, I, I had a wedding to go to in Scranton, Pennsylvania. And getting back was the worst travel day of my life. It was really planes, trains, and automobiles because there was like storms Ugh. and, oh, and so like worse. I was constantly getting bumped to different airlines and flying to several different You're airports. Sleeping in an airport, like um, it's just. Awful. I never had to. I didn't have to do. I, I managed to get home. It was it, you know the day started at eight o'clock. I got back to Dallas at around ten o'clock at night. Ugh. Um, but and and it was miserable. Like it it it. it Time changes and everything mm-hmm. else yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Um, but when I th- and I think about that day and I think Gosh, what an awful day. But when when you delve deeper and when you say, OK, what is there not to complain about? And I think about all the different gate agents that were uh, 
at least respectful of the fact that this was a bad situation and they helped me out. Um, I, there were, there were people that worked at the airport that were directing me around and telling me where to go. And, um, you know, at every airport I went to, there was some problem that, that cropped up and there were a lot of people who were there just willing to help and they had to work within their system and there were only so many things they could do. But, um, yeah, you're right. Like I, I, I do think if I, if I take a, a step back and look at that day, there were a lot of people and a lot of things that, that did go well to actually, you know, and, and I got to get home from across the country and that was you know, kind of probably the best thing. Right. Yeah. You actually made it. How grateful for you. Right. Mm. When you finally got yeah. home, you're like, Oh God. Yeah. 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 Really. I mean, when yeah. I, yeah, when I stepped on that plane that was headed to Dallas right. and the door closed and we actually lifted off, I, I thought, okay, I can relax. Like this day is over and it actually yeah. has, has worked out thanks to the help of a lot of, you know, people who could easily have just said, sorry, mm-hmm. you know, sorry, uh-huh. we, can't, mm-hmm. we can't do it for you. Mm-hmm. Do you guys talk to people on the planes? Only yeah, if I they do. talk to me. Yeah. I, I yeah. used to. I sat on a, a Spirit Airlines flight, actually, once uh, with a guy that <laughs> I, I still to this day could swear, thank you, was Stephen King. Of course, he wouldn't fly Spirit. Uh, Who knows? Maybe he's trying to save somebody. I, I asked like him. Like an episode of Pumped. He did not Excuse ask me, him, sir, are you, are you Stephen King? King? He wasn't. And ever since, I've never once talked to anybody on a plane again. <laughs> You're like, great. I just do like, I mumble I'm to flight this. attendants. I can't. <laughs> I've lost all my confidence. See, I, but see, I'm Southern, so I talk to everybody and uh-huh. it's probably annoying. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people will probably. take my date. And sometimes Super. people, yeah, I know. And so I just talk to everybody. Because yeah. I'm like, look, if we're, like, I've made the mistake of doing this on a New York subway. Because uh-huh. here's the thing. If you're they already, are not if here you're, for it. Well, you're already so uncomfortably close. You're basically making out with the person next to you. So it's like, well, hey, might as well start conversation, right? Because yeah. I find it more awkward for not talking and being that close than to talk. Have you guys noticed how the people who don't talk then talk once it lands for some reason? It's really weird. It's like this weird thing where they like won't talk the whole plane and then it lands and then everybody's unbuckling and they're like oh how are you where are you going you're like uh i've been here for four hours like i drooled on you sir i (laughs) fell asleep and drooled on your shoulder and now you're talking to me here's here's what it is is. you don't want to you don't want to uncork that bottle too soon because you're on a long flight and you're like i don't know i don't know the person i talk to is going to talk my ear off for the rest of the flight and, and i've done something so once you've landed you know you've got all right, the most I'm gonna have to talk to this guy is is five minutes. I, I can at least be pleasant and, and sure. uh, exchange some some words with them. So yeah. that's I feel like that's where that's. Well, coming let me from. preface too. I'm not the annoying over talker. Okay, so like I'll talk and then I'll shut up because I don't want to talk to you. you have after social well. graces. I do you have like intuition. I do and have intuition. understand if somebody's not picking up yeah. what you're putting down. Yeah, mm-hmm. and plane etiquette is a whole other podcast with the rude things people do on planes. We could be here all like day. taking sure. off their socks and putting their what? feet up or yes. eating stinky food. Honestly, I don't mind if. Yeah. People take off their shoes if they have like nice plush socks on and sure. they're like clean yeah, and yeah, you know comfy, what I mean, right? like get comfortable. Yeah. But taking off the socks, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm sure you saw the photo that went viral of the person putting their feet up, yeah, behind mm-hmm. the person's headrest, and it's like their bare nasty feet. Oh, jeez, I wouldn't even know what to do. I'll yeah. just cry in my seat. And quietly, also, can I bring up? Over. Yes, while we're at it, and then I'll shut up. But like, there's one of the airlines that we talked about who has two letters in their name, A and A, and they have now partnered with a certain kitchen who uh-huh. has very garlicky food 
And I'm like, why on a plane are you serving so-and-so's kitchen on this plane? We're basically... Shame on you. Yes, and it's garlicky. My last flight, I had someone ordered like the hummus, garlicky, everything pot, like garlic doused in garlic like dish. And I'm like, I'm going to vomit. It's like raw garlic next to me. We're in a plane. It's got to be be there to hide the ingredients, right? It's the only explanation. (laughs) You just pack it in. It's just totally not even food. Because we all know if you've ordered takeout from this certain place, I don't even leave a takeout in the house. I Wait, take it out to the curb. tell us what it is. Why can't you say it? Because you don't want to rip on them. Zoe's Kitchen. Tell us. They oh, I love with, Zoe's. So do I. I love Zoe's. But do you ever, like, even when you're done eating, I always put the food out or the, the bag out on the curb because it stinks the house up. Because yeah. it's so garlicky right. and... Right. Imagine well, that on a plane. So speaking yeah. of garlic, I told you guys about the time we bought Brighton the dried garlic from Whole Foods from Central Market. No, no, no. no you okay, didn't. so they, oh. you know they do the samples at Central Market. <laughs> We're awful. so far off the rails, but I don't even care because you guys need to hear about this. <laughs> so, so they have the samples, you know, and it'll be like a lot of the samples she can't have because she can't have dairy. So. Um, you know, we're going around and, and they were sampling cheese. And I'm like, oh, well, they've got this. It's kind of weird, but they're sampling this this dried garlic, Stop. like full cloves of dried garlic. Like whole right? cloves? Whole cloves. Not oh crust or dice, just like a. No, like a whole. Got like that it's, clove. it's like, that makes me I mean, yeah. if you're watching the video, you can see, but it's like the size of a, it's a like, clove. It's like a cashew. And it's actually like bigger <laughs> because it's been, I think they soaked it in oil and like dried it or something like oh, that. God. So it's really tasty and I think they salted it. So Brighton gets one and she's like, more, more, doing the sign language version and the out loud version. More, more, more. <laughs> moss, straight garlic. Moss, like Spanglish, everything. <laughs> Every and way she can communicate. So, yeah. so we're like, oh my gosh, she loves this. And how Words. great. Like garlic's like a, what, is it a vegetable? I don't know. It's, it's, it's an kind of, it's yeah, really it's powerful. Healthy. It's super healthy. So, yeah. um, and, and <laughs> you know, our family yeah. will. <laughs> so we buy uh, a plastic container of it. Oh my God. And you know, and, and we'll hand her back snacks. So I'm like handing her a couple. I'm not really keeping track. Just know, straight garlic. Like, yeah. just the next day, you guys, she smelled so horrendous. <laughs> we considered keeping her home from school. Wow. And I like actually had to tell her teachers and I'm like, I am very sorry. We have had a garlic incident and, and she and she smelled for a week. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> like we had to detox her. I love that. Wow. It was, I mean, and everything, like it. It just and everything that came out of her, her everything clothes. came out of her r- r- hair. Keith wouldn't even like go in with her when she went to the restroom because oh, he's like, it no smells kidding. too bad. Yeah. You're <laughs> kidding me. I'm Dang. not kidding. So, anyway, the garlic, I recommend like one clove at a time and maybe just like on a Sunday when you're sitting at home and you're going to have a day to detox. <laughs> Personal experience wow. has shown you this. So, eat it on Friday. Yeah. And then stay home right. all weekend. Stay home on Sunday. Yes. Wow. I don't know how we got on bee. that, you guys. Wait, wait, where did you get these? I think um, we have to try this. Central Market. No. Yeah, I've, okay. I've never wanted to try something so bad in my yeah, life. Right. Central Market, I, I, they're delicious. We need delicious. to go there right now. Okay. No, yeah. they're delicious. No, you're not so, with me. Lunch like, plans? We Wait. could maybe handle our bodies, but like, what does a baby weigh? Like 30 pounds? Right. I don't even know what she weighs. Have you ever eaten more than one clove of garbage? <laughs> no. But I mean, never. she probably had, I'm going to estimate, probably like 30. Oh my God. She was more garlic than human. Right, she was. Yeah, but there's probably like seventy in the thing. I mean, she probably like almost. Oh, had, okay, that's yeah. gonna offset like, the fact like that she had thirty chips. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It totally yeah. makes sense. Anyway, we'll be back in the third <laughs> segment of Second Shot. <laughs> <laughs> now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Heath and Jenny still to come. Okay, we wanted to take a quick minute to tell you guys 
about a company called Energy Ogre. So Heath and I have been using this company for years to save money on our electricity. Uh, we've told you guys about it for, for months and months and months too. So basically what they do is they shop around your electricity and then they find the lowest option and then they manage it. So you know how if you notice your rates are going up, you might call around. But, but who really does that? So they do that for you. The deal is that it costs $10 a month. And if they can't save you anything, then they you get the $10 back. So for us, what we noticed is it cut our bill at least in half. So we're talking, we were upwards of 200, maybe a little more than $200 a month. Now we're down to 100, yes, even in the blazing summers here in the Dallas area of Texas. So it's energyogre.com. So here's Ogre. It's O-G-R-E, so E-N-E-R-G-Y-O-G-R-E.com. And they actually give us a deal for Second Shot listeners. So if you would like to use it, the discount code is Second Shot. So you can try it for free and see how it works. Again, it's really not a risk because if you get on there and they can't save you any money, then they don't charge you anything and you'll get to try it out for free with the code Second Shot. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot on RNCN. I feel like we were kind of giving garlic a bad name. It's still really <laughs> great as a, you know, to prevent illness, especially this time of year. Like a lot of people say, you know, a little clove of garlic. Little. A little clove. Not 30. Not 30. Little. Yeah. You're going to get a garlic singular, sponsor. Singular you know clove. that. Oh, yeah. that would be great right. to get a garlic sponsor. I've got goals for sponsors. A garlic sponsor. I want um, Tapatios as a sponsor. Oh. I would like Ooh. any um, sort of, any sort of natural, healthy, clean beauty that that kind of sponsor mm -hmm. um oh side note speaking of sponsors for real you guys legit before this deal runs out if you're building an llc or <coughs> corporation you have to go to myllc.com slash second shot um you get 99 dollars off this is i do not know business i do not know business <laughs> i am not this is not my realm and even i was able to go on there really simply and then you can call them if you have questions if you want them to walk you through it's a small business so this is not um like some you're not like trying to get a hold of amazon when your package is lost it's like you just can call them and they'll walk you through it so if you have any sort of side hustle just as a side note you should probably have put that into an llc you should probably do that that's a whole another conversation but yeah. anyway um, you can also just use the code second shot and you'll get $99 off, which saves you some money. Tangent over. And let's talk about Jasmine found a great article. Yes. Um, and we try to stay positive on this show, but this is a fun talker. Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's really relatable because, yes. you know, we're in the holiday season. We're anticipating folks coming to either stay with us or going oh, yes. to someone's house to mm -hmm. stay with, you know, families do this. And so <laughs> there was a survey that found the most annoying things that house guests can do. Okay. And I'm just going to rip through some of these. Um, go out and come home drunk. Stay up late watching TV with the volume cranked up. Smoking, which is mine. Mm. That's my big one. Yeah. Being too loud, breaking or damaging something and not replacing it snooping through people's things uh, yeah. yeah don't do no. that and leaving behind like a mess when you're gone so those are kind of some of the things that are annoying which yes all give me anxiety <laughs> yes I, I know and it's like this is sort of a good reminder for people as we are going to go become guests in people's homes to not do these things i think mine is probably just people being to, I always want somebody to feel comfortable. Like, I never want to be the house where they're like, oh, do I need to take my shoes off? Or do I, you know, I mean, it, it, our house is not, you know, super fancy or anything like that. So I want people to feel comfortable. But I do not love it when someone comes in and, like, changes the thermostat or just, like, oh, goes yeah. into. That's I, rude. These are all things that have happened to me. Or you just goes into the fridge and just, like, grabs something without you saying, like, oh, hey, good to see you or something. They're just 
almost too familiar and too like accommodate themselves too much where you're like, whoa. Yeah, are you, you yeah, are you going to yeah. snoop or are yeah that right. that kind of stuff I think is those are snoopers yeah those are snoopers the thermostat that's a, changers maybe, the if snooper. they change the thermostat, the thermostat they're definitely going to yeah snoop. that's a power move I've never even tried that Total is, power is, is, yeah that's really see, oh, something okay so that's my Heath, house now. Heath and I have argued about this Heath and I have argued about this because I said that I was like that was a power move and he's like no it was just a person who was too nope. hot or too cold and I was like no. absolutely you not ask. that person it's is their territory they're marking it they're marking their territory yeah or like not knocking or you know things like that like not knocking on the door. That's weird. That's yeah. You really need to have a good relationship for that. Yeah. yeah. The pop yeah. in. That's tough. Yeah. <clears throat> don't love a pop in. No. No. Okay. Who else? I don't want to be. I don't want to be the only one complaining uh, about my guests. I'm, I'm going to say people broaching like sensitive or sore subjects. <laughs> like anytime somebody brings up something at the table, you're just like, oh, God, okay, this why? is going to start a thing between people. I can't stand it, and it always happens. Oh yeah. Like, like I have enough social anxieties. It is like yeah, I poking. cannot. Yeah, exactly. Like somebody poking and prodding, or maybe has one too many beverages and feels real comfortable and says something they shouldn't. Like oh man, oh it sets me off so bad. I just it's just inappropriate and rude. Vanish into the couch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a family member that would always smoke, and I'm talking in the house. And I'm like, this Jesus. is rude. That's least, a power move. At do, least, people, <laughs> do people still smoke? One hundred percent. That's definitely a power move. That is not okay. What's it's not okay. Deal with it. Unless yeah. you're in a smoker. Unless it's, it's like uh, uh, no. the house get the, the the owner would probably set the standard on that. Right. Like yes. it's like bingo halls and like poker tournaments. Right. <laughs> yeah. just like, and like whatever the, state hasn't banned it in their restaurants. American <laughs> Midwest. Oh, yeah, it just, exactly. It just Wisconsin. <laughs> absolutely. It drives, and it's just so rude. Like it's I don't judge people who do do your thing but don't impose it on me because that's something very right. like you can't escape that yeah so the smoking thing gets mm. me what do you think joey what's ticking uh, you off i have um i have a kind of a crazy story about something that really kind of rubbed me the wrong way can i share that yeah unless okay. it doesn't right. i mean it doesn't involve me right no, it does okay, not perfect. involve you no, no, no this happened Great. about this happened about 15 years ago okay so i was i was dating someone and had brought her home for thanksgiving with my family <laughs> oh no and um, we were still very young. I think I was 24 or okay. so. And she was younger than me. She was 20 or 21. And um, my ex-girlfriend from high school is still friends with my whole family, right? Because we grew up together. <laughs> so uncomfortable. She, she found out. This is a power move, to your point. Yep. She found out that I had my new girlfriend at the house and dropped by. Oh, no. And decided <gasps> to hang in. out. Wow. Oh, oh yeah. So much to the so point awkward. where my current girlfriend was like she's she was like super tiny and had like one too many drinks because oh. she couldn't cope with it. She didn't know what to do, right? Because she stopped <laughs> oh. by and wouldn't leave. She was yeah. like hanging out. We're like opening she presents. She was like another like, game of Uno. Yes. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Wait, she was there for do. present opening. That's too oh, yeah. intimate. Oh, oh no. That's too oh, intimate. Yeah. I also have a pet peeve about people yeah. bringing gifts and having people open gifts when the other people aren't getting gifts. I don't oh, like that that's either. Rude. That's weird. It's rude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so oh my God. what ultimately happened? Uh, she got super drunk and it was awkward. We had to leave. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. We're going to go see a movie. Yeah. We'll yeah. see you later. Here, here's the, be- here's the best yeah. part. And, uh, look, There's better? It- <laughs> oh man. So my, my brother-in-law, he's uh, he's a professional truck driver for Safeway. Mm-hmm. Okay. He can't, if he's going on shift, he cannot drink at all. Like the day before. Uh, yeah. Even, like, right. Past, like, super or something, right? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Really high standards for them. And so she was, <laughs> you know, so I had a talk with my, my girlfriend the next day and I was like, Hey, can we talk a little bit about what happened? She's like, well, what are you talking about? Jason was really drunk, too. And I said, listen, he actually had to work that night. So he didn't have anything to drink. <laughs> she just thought he <laughs> yeah, was. She's she just like, thought he was. Oh, 
desperate oh. to get out yeah, of there. Yeah, I guess I probably shouldn't have had that 14th margarita. Oh. Yeah, wow. but I do feel for her. That's not ideal. It was not great for her. It was or not you. great for me. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that is. Ooh, that's tough. Okay, power Okay, power move of the thermostat now has been up-leveled. Oh, sure. yeah. The ex-girlfriend hanging out. Yeah. Right. What about you, Matt? Um, mine, since uh, we're kind of an animal-centric household, mine both revolves around animals. Uh, one, don't feed my dogs. Oh, that's a big one. It's a good bit. Yeah. Uh, I don't care how many times I've told someone, oh. please don't feed feed them something. That's They'll be me. slipping them chips and stuff like oh that. Gosh, it's I have a so story rude. about this too. Um, this is me and Jasmine. And then <laughs> on the flip side of that, don't bring your wild dogs to my house. Like if you yes. have, a, yeah. if you have how a, dare you, sir? If you have a cool, chill dog, that's fine. <laughs> but it, you know, like yeah, you know, if you own a dog. You know if they're crazy yes. or if they're not crazy. Oh, yes. Right. Yeah. Um, and don't come in here and be like, oh, they've never acted this way before. And um, <laughs> it kind of goes to something on that list where, like, uh, we've had dogs in the house that have broken things and, and, and stuff like that. And you have to act cool. You can't be like, uh, you can't make a scene out of it. But it's like, man, you just broke, like, $200 worth of decoration or something <sighs> right. because your dog can't control yeah. themselves. So those, yeah, those are my two things. Those are kids doing that too, right? People have allergies and children. Yes. And, yeah, like, like it's just you don't know how the the kids and the animals are going to interact and right. what and what kind of yard they have. Yeah, that's just you got to yeah. keep your animals in check. Yeah. So I had that happen the first time I went to Heath's family meet like all of his family for Thanksgiving, wow. um, and I'd met his parents and stuff. But oh, this was meeting like the his entire, cousins and oh, cousins' yeah. wives and people like that. So we took Charlie and. Um, one of Heath's cousins fed Charlie from the table, like fed, fed him something. And we don't feed Charlie any scraps. He's um, he's a rescue dog. And we had a hard time getting him to even eat dog food because he had just been fed scraps like out in the backyard of this place where he had been abandoned. So we had really worked hard to get him to just eat dog food and get on a healthy diet and get on a routine. And I just don't I don't want him begging. There's a whole thing. Yeah, associated yeah, yeah. Sure, with, sure. Like the uh, I don't the psychology. Feed him. Yeah, yeah, don't feed him our food. And I just, I like, I pr- I'm a protective, you know, I'm protective of him. And, and somebody, his cousin fed him, I don't even know what, like, I thought it was a, I thought it was a cookie. He says it was turkey, whatever. I flipped out. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like my immediate reaction was, no, 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 don't feed him. Don't feed him. And then I was super embarrassed. And he you're gave me girl. this look like you are psycho. And then that cousin didn't show up to anything for years. <gasps> you scarred the cousin. I didn't scar the cousin. It was coincidence. Right. But he, every time that cousin isn't at something, he's like, well, remember how rude you were to him at the first Thanksgiving. But um, but yeah, no, I I'm agree. Don't feed that. the dogs. Like I just, and I, everyone looked at it as an overreaction. You know, his mm-hmm. family lives in the country. They're much more laid back yeah. than I am. I'm That's just, no like, different right. than someone right. just feeding right. right. And you're like, no, yeah. we have rules and standards. I don't like that either. Well, it's rude. Know, yeah. I mean, yeah. For people who don't know, I, I think a lot about dogs or, or like, yeah, grew up where dogs are just eating table food all the time. Um, They have to get used to that stuff. And so, yeah, just a PSA for anybody out there who's not very familiar with dogs. Someone who, like a dog that's not on that kind of diet, like even a little bit of, like it is a shock to their system. They're Mm -hmm. little. They're not big. Eating one piece of turkey for us is nothing. Eating one piece of turkey is like a meal for them. Mm -hmm. So, like, just just think about that and just, if someone tells you not to do it, don't do it. Yeah. Try not to overreact like I did. Yeah. She get him like a little T-shirt for the day that says, "Please don't feed me." Please don't, me. don't, feed, don't me. feed me. I know. No, they right? already think I'm neurotic. I can't. Like I'm trying to just like work my way back in. I'm trying to like get Be back on everyone's this year. good You need traces. to buy them like a collar that's got like cameras, <laughs> a shot and microphone collar. on it. They no. would they would not be surprised if Jenny came yeah. in with a shot collar for anybody. And that's when you were the annoying house guest. <laughs> right. when yes. you bring shot yes, collars. Yes, when you bring yeah. a shot collar. So I think that these are uh, good 
rules of advice for everybody as we go forward. So last time, so you guys have met Jasmine before, you know all about her story. Last time um, we learned a little bit more about Joey and his story. And I want to continue that with one more question because we've just got like a little bit of time. Mm -hmm. Um, If anybody is wanting to get into your industry, Mm -hmm. what would be, so he does commercial real estate. Mm -hmm. What's the uh what's the you know advice for them let us like have you know a little piece of your brain here sure no i appreciate that so you know for the thing that we do essentially what we do is we become kind of asset managers and coaches and educators that's really what we are and it's taken a long time for me to really grasp that because having conversations with people about using private money to help purchase an asset like an apartment community like we do or develop a new product um, it takes a lot of coaching and education for them And so ultimately, it really gets into you having a good understanding, raising your financial IQ, your emotional IQ, right? All of that Mm -hmm. stuff. You have to become, your business essentially has a lid on it and you are that lid. So your growth can never really stop. So ultimately, for us, they can reach out to us. They can see our content. There's lots of great content out there of folks that, um, boy, you know, ultimately, it's it's really about raising capital. Mm -hmm. You know, it's about having good relationships with people and get to the point where, um, you know, where they know who you are, they like you, and they trust you. They trust you to place their capital in something. And I learned capital <clears throat> means money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the business person in this yeah. relationship. Yeah. Is there a book or a, a podcast or a resource or anything like that that you would recommend? Boy, oh my goodness. So many. Yeah, the problem is, is that, you know, I think that the first thing is really kind of shifting your mindset, I think. And uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad is probably mm-hmm. the best place for that. Okay. The other one is That's Think and Grow Rich. Those are two really, really great platforms to help people understand how they can sort of like create their future and then shift their mindset around the way that we're taught, you know, to have a relationship with money. So, so often what we do is we operate from a scarcity point and what this really requires is abundance and asset based thinking, which is different than most people are aware of. Yeah, that's hard. That's a Yeah, I could probably read. And there's one uh, that you really subscribe to is Matt Motil. He does a great podcast on kind of what you guys do. Yeah, shameless plug for my buddy Matt. Yeah. He is, um, he's a pretty phenomenal human. He's got a PhD in business. He's a cancer survivor. He now is an underway. He'll have a two or $300 million multifamily portfolio under his belt here really quick. Talk about and, second shot wow. of Matt Motil's life. Yeah, yeah, he is a tremendous human. Actually, I'm going to be in uh, Ohio next week uh, with him and spend a couple of days together. Uh, shameless plug, he's got floor seats to the Cavs, so we're going to do a game. <laughs> oh, uh, so nice. Yeah. So he has this podcast called Cashflow King, uh-huh. and uh, it's amazing. He does the best um, simple breakdown for regular folks to understand real estate investing of all sorts. He's very, very, very successful. And like someone who is really well-versed in what they do, they know it so well they can explain it to a layperson. Oh, that's great. He's phenomenal. Oh, he's re- he's really one of the best that. I've ever seen. He's, he's a great guy. Oh, so fun. Well, you guys, this is sort of, I've loved having both of you here. Oh, we love popping in. Thank you for having us. Holiday editions. I want to give everybody a social media shout out so you know where to find us. Uh, So JennyEnchando.com, SecondShotPodcast.com. If you're watching the video version of this, um, you want to go to the app and search Second Shot Podcast, and then you can find us there and download and listen to all billion episodes that are already there. What about you, Jasmine? Where can they find you and the first and tens? Mine is at Jasmine, like the flower, J-A-S-M-I-N-E, and then S-A-D-R-Y, and everything is linked there. So I'm on Facebook, Twitter, at Jasmine Sadry. Everything stays the same. It's uniform. Yep. Uh, thank you. And so I'm on uh, Facebook and Instagram is at J-M-A-R-T-E-E-N. And then uh, NoLimitHoldings.com. That's where you can find us and connect with us uh, on our business site. Perfect. At Apple Zagintosh on Twitter and Instagram. Thank Don't you. do a rebrand ever. <laughs> do not ever change. Take it to the grave. Yeah. Uh, Facebook.com slash group slash second shot. Come join the conversation.
Matt Stoker one. I probably, uh, I turn my mic at? on. Matt Stoker one on Instagram, also on the Second Shot Facebook page. Uh, you can find me there. Come join us and uh, check out all the content that we have to offer. Yes, we hope you guys are enjoying Second Shot sit downs. The last one is out or coming out. I, I don't know. It's coming out. Yes, it will be coming out. There's going to be a total of nine podcast professionals instead of eight. And if yeah. you're in Dallas, um, I'll be hosting the Dallas Holiday Parade. Yes, I'm excited. Tomorrow. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Channel 33. If you're not at the parade, or if you're at the parade, come say hello. Okay, you guys have a great week. We'll see you soon.